Better words. Better words. Better words. Hey, thanks for coming on board for another episode of Better Words. Well, the two words that I want to talk about today are a little bit timely. Um, I may or may not refer to specific situations that are going on currently in the country or in the world, but you can make your own assumptions on this. And the two words that I want to look at are the difference between honest and genuine. Honest. Adjective. Free of deceit and untruthfulness. Sincere. Genuine. Adjective. Truly what something is said to be. Authentic. Now, I find these words really interesting. In fact, as we were looking at the definitions, and Amelia was was looking at the definitions, there are some synonyms that are actually listed under both of these that get used in both of these cases interchangeably. And the one that gets used is sincere, most commonly. In fact, a secondary definition of genuine is sincere. Now, what's interesting about this comparison between honest and genuine, or someone who has honesty and someone who is genuine, many people assume that they're the same thing. And I think at times one is confused for the other. If you ask someone about, let's say, a politician, for example, or, or politicians who've been in past elections, and ask them, to name someone who they feel is honest, I think frequently people have been mistaking that for genuine. Honest is someone who is always truthful. Now, interestingly enough, if you're someone who's always truthful, just by the way that you deliver the truth, sometimes isn't all that appealing to what someone might want to hear. And as a result, you kind of get a little bit turned off by whether what that person is saying is something to your liking And it may not be something that you want to believe to be true. Therefore, you might believe that some person's truth-telling might feel like a lie to you, especially if they deliver it in such a way that that doesn't feel genuine. You know, they're trying to convince you of something, and it's outside what their typical personality trait. And I I find politicians frequently do this type of thing. Um, Coaches frequently tend to do this type of thing. I know I've had coaches in the past that some of them are genuine about the way they're delivering some information to you, but it might not necessarily be honest. And sometimes it's tough to hear the honest assessment coming from someone that doesn't seem genuine. It's why so many coaches, I feel, the best coaches, they truly are who they are. They're genuine in who they are, which I think genuine at its best is an incredibly positive trait. But it's only a positive trait if honesty goes along with it. It is, however, possible to be genuine and incredibly dishonest about it. I know some people find that incredibly hard to believe because you almost can't imagine being that way yourself. If you're generally an honest person and you care honestly and truly and deeply about something, you're going to argue in favor of what it is that you believe in, feeling that what you are arguing is based in fact There are very few people that I've ever met in my life that would argue a point with me, or with anyone for that matter, knowing that their point is based on falsehood. Unfortunately, in the current climate that we're in, it's staggering how many people I have found are arguing based on falsehood. And I think in part it's because, not to name names, But there are some or maybe one person who is in a great position of power 
who comes across as tremendously genuine. He or she honestly believes that what they're saying is true, even though it's false. People like that are dangerous. So this difference between genuine versus honesty, I'm a genuine person. I truly say what I feel. I think it's why people probably enjoy hearing what I have to say and that I have very good conversations with people. And, you know, behind being genuine and honest as well as a desire to want to know the truth, I'll be one of the first to admit if I don't know if something is true or if I've, I've misunderstood something. I actually had a discussion many, many years ago with a friend of mine, a uh, brilliant guy. I, I tend to lean uh, more progressive. He tends to lean more conservative, but he's a heck of a great guy. And we were talking about issues in terms of gun control. And the background that I have is one of a pacifist. I have a very pacifist type of family. We, we really truly, you know, I, I don't have anything against someone owning a gun as far as, a, you know, a hunting rifle or, or even a pistol. I, I, I can understand the idea and the desire to want to defend yourself. But I'm not a fan of assault weapons. That's the background I come from. And I couldn't understand where he was coming from talking about why is it that you'd want to, you know, defend these, these weapons that, that, are, that could truly be, I mean, they're incredibly dangerous. They can kill many people very quickly. But the position he came from, I really listened to. His family was from, you know, Cold War Poland. They had all of their rights stripped from them. So from his perspective, the removal of any right that you currently have is something that immediately scares him. And in that moment, I realized, wait a minute, his genuine position is coming from a place of fact that's not alternate facts, right? Alternate facts are falsehoods. His facts are a different set of background facts that I had not considered at some point. He was arguing with me genuinely and honestly. I was discussing with him. It wasn't really arguing anymore. In fact, at first it started as, how can you say that from both sides? And then after a while, we came to really understand each other. It didn't come from a point of dishonesty. It came from a point of honesty, of genuine concern, of knowing what the past and what true history was. And as a result, we've come to understand each other very well in this. We may disagree, but I know that he speaks truth. He's genuine about what he's saying. He knows I speak truth and I'm genuine about what I'm saying. My statistics are based in, you know, if a, if a gun is in a home, the probability that someone in that home will be shot raises dramatically. If the multiplier is tremendous. His position comes from a standpoint of true fear of what happens if a government really is allowed to oppress its citizens. Because his parents and his family lived through that. What's happening today in America is not that. What's happening today in America is there are a large number of people in control, in positions of power that are speaking dishonestly. And what's happening is they're doing it genuinely. And I would argue it is incredibly possible, although terrifying. And I've never met anyone who is this terrible that genuinely is willing to argue a point dishonestly. I would also argue that if you believe someone is genuine, 
if you supported that person, if you if you like what that person has to say, so you want to believe what they have to say, if you maybe voted for that person, and you find out that that person who you placed all this faith in to be genuine is actually tremendously dishonest. I don't know if you've ever known people that you trusted, I know that I have, that have let you down. Those people upset me more than anything. And those are the people that I've cut out of my life, I've decided not to support, I will no longer vote for. I've been guilty of the same thing. I tend to vote Democrat. I voted, I'll be the first to admit, I voted for Cuomo as the New York State governor. He has turned out in some ways to be so dishonest. And I'm a teacher. And some of the ways he attacked teachers, the very people who tend to support more progressive political viewpoints, the way he went after the teachers union disappointed me so much in him that I find it incredibly difficult, if not impossible, to support him anymore. So I've given an example of someone who is is a politician who I tend to agree with on the vast majority of policies I tend to agree with, but he did something so cruel and so vindictive for no apparent reason, attacking the people who tend to support his viewpoints, I really can't bring myself to ever trust him again. And I bring it, it becomes incredibly hard for me to want to vote for him again. Honestly, I think if someone else ran for governor of the state of New York and I believed that they would do a good job of representing the interests of the state of New York and teachers unions and the things that I care about, I'd probably vote for that person. I'm not really that inclined to vote for Governor Cuomo anymore. And and I find that difficult to say. But when you amp that up to the next level and you get people that aren't just being dishonest with respect to a teachers union or a certain political policy, but someone who is dishonest all the time. At some point, you have to look in the mirror at yourself and say, how can I continue to support someone who is willing to be dishonest about the smallest thing? Someone who is so self-centered that the beliefs that they want to have, they're not willing to believe that they might be wrong. Someone who doesn't consider that they might be wrong is frighteningly dangerous. So you can take that to mean whoever you want to mean. You can probably guess who I'm considering. And I generally don't want this podcast to be a political situation. But with the current state of events that have gone on and lies about the most trivial of aspects of what's happening in the world, at some point, I think we all need to take, a, take it upon ourselves to speak up about it. And that's why I've done so today. So, this episode of Better Words, The Difference Between Genuine and Honest, I hope you go forward asking yourself, am I listening to what somebody says and am I holding them in high regard because they're genuine or because they're honest? Because if someone's honest, even if they come across not quite genuine, if what they're saying is based in fact, they shouldn't be discounted or completely thrown away as their opinion doesn't mean something. But someone who's being genuinely dishonest? Now you're talking about a pathological liar at that point. I'm not so sure I'd want to put any faith in that kind of person. I hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Better Words. Come on by next Thursday when we do this all over again. We'll pick a couple of different words and and consider how the words that you choose 
might impact the way that you think and feel and act and behave and maybe put you in a, in a better place. 